Who's Supreme Leader? I'm Supreme Leader. Do a little dance now. Supreme Leader, Supreme Leader. Supreme Leader, we've prepared the... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Shirts, I mean ships, to head to the pectoral locations. Uh, platoon, platoon locations across the midriff. Rim, rim, for the... Naval. Navy, Navy. You know what? I'll come back later. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Never Seen Star Wars, our year in review podcast episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Trevor Chong. It's so great to be back with you here today and join with me as always, or as most of the time, is my co-host, Jordan. Jordan, how are you? Trevor, doing really, really well. I'm still very disappointed we didn't get to see my favorite character in The Mandalorian in the finale, and that is Frog Lady. But uh, here's to 2021, hoping that the return of Frog Lady is imminent. Yeah, is 2021 going to be the year of the Frog Lady? Uh, let's talk about it for three hours and see. Yeah, we can uh, only leap to that conclusion. Huh? Oh, well, uh, I just don't want to commit to it. Oh, <laughs> stop. Okay. 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 So hello, everybody. This is the Never Seen Star Wars podcast. We wanted to do a quick little year in review of sort of what happened here in this podcast and what we did this year and then look forward to 2021 and what's to come. And so and give you an update just sort of what podcasts are to come and what we're going to do. And just thank you, everybody, for listening. 2020 has been a, a rough year for some people. Is that right, Jordan? Yeah, it's been rough for a lot of people, I think. But uh, one of the things that has really helped us get through it is The Mandalorian. Is listening to Kristen watch Star Wars for the very first time. And uh, I'm hoping that we can take that great ending to the year with The Mandalorian and just launch into an amazing year in 2021. Yes, you know, Star Wars recently has been something of quite the controversy. But it was actually the thing that kept us uh, uh, going, I think, for, for part of this year. And with all the different shows that are coming up, hopefully it'll keep us going for quite some time. So if this is your first time listening to Never Seen Star Wars, welcome, first of all. And just to let you know what we've been doing is, I know some of you might have been listening to the Mandalorian recaps and maybe aren't sure what the Never Seen Star Wars is or why we call it Never Seen Star Wars. Well, me and Jordan have both actually seen Star Wars. That's right, Jordan, right? Uh, several times. Yes, many times. <laughs> but what the original plan for this podcast or the idea was, I wanted to find somebody who had never seen Star Wars, hence the name. And we'd go through and watch the entire Star Wars saga. And after each each movie we watched, we'd come back and we'd get her, his or her initial reaction. And they tell us, what they liked, what they didn't like, hence and so forth. And we found Kristen and she's been a great sport. And we've gone through six of the episodes. We went through the original trilogy first. She liked it. You know, maybe didn't like a character here and there. We went through the prequel trilogy. She loved it. Okay. And now we are set to go through the sequel trilogy and that's the hope here is that we're going to go through the force awakens the last jedi the rise of skywalker we're definitely going to get through those and as far as release date for those podcasts it's probably going to be coming out you know every couple weeks there'll be a new every two or three weeks there should be a new episode and so we should be able to wrap that up uh hopefully within you know a month or two so keep your eye on the feed the best way to get those new episodes will be to subscribe 
to the podcast, whether it's on Apple or Spotify or wherever. Hopefully we get a chance after we do those ones to maybe look at Rogue One and Solo. Don't that be fun, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have Rogue One ranked very high. I remember the last time we did our rankings in 2017, a, a certain co-host of mine had Rogue One ranked number one. So right. I'm excited to see uh, what Kristen thinks about that. Yeah, and speaking of rankings, my hope is as well, is once we touch on all those all those movies, I think that's still five more to go. So if we try and get them every other week, that would be great. And then so it's not pushing too long. We are going to try and do another rankings podcast where we'd send out a survey, put out Instagram, I'll put out Facebook, everywhere, Twitter, and you know, share it around so we can get as many people as possible to fill out their rankings. And we can go through them, go through our rankings, and as well compare them to Kristen's rankings, who has been going through that these movies for the first time in 2020 and into 2021 and has had some fresh takes as far as her rankings have been going on. So make sure to listen to those. And the cool thing is, Jordan, is in these rankings, I also want to include The Mandalorian into these rankings. Interesting. Oh, that's going to bring such an interesting dynamic to it because The Mandalorian, especially season two, has just brought this week after week of top-notch viewing. Um, and I'm going to like predict that the Mandalorian has a very good chance to finish as the number one overall, but we'll have to see how that shakes out. Yeah. See, and that's the thing with the rankings podcast, the more people you get to do it, I think the more set in stone, the rankings seem to be, it seems to be original trilogy is going to be in the top three and empire is going to be probably number one. And that's the way it is, you know, I'm not, not saying that's, that's not the way it should be or that should, I'm not holding a stance right now. I'm just saying that's what it is. So it does lead to the interesting thing. There'll be two interesting things once we do the rankings podcast now. One will be sequels versus prequels, right? Sequels versus prequels. I think that's the, that's the debate. Which, which ones come out higher, the sequels or the prequels? I think at the time that the movies came out, the sequels were, were especially Force, Force Awakens, was really highly ranked and a lot of people loved it, but I think people have soured on it um for some reason that's made the the likability of the prequels go up for people so it'll be interesting prequels versus sequels jordan that's a big one but it won't just be that now now i think it's also going to be original trilogy versus the mandalorian i think you know where will the mandalorian stack up against the original trilogy yeah and you know i think what concerns me the most and you kind of touched on it a little bit is people have this like notion that the original trilogies are the originals. And so that just by that fact alone have to be the top of the list, but then something like the Mandalorian comes along and that's really going to challenge people because yes, I myself enjoyed the, I like, I like all of these movies. Okay. Let's say I rank something at the very bottom. I still love that more than most movies in the world. But if I love the original trilogies, but then the Mandalorian comes along, I'm, it's going to be hard for me not to put the Mandalorian ahead of it. And, and I really hope that when we do this and we ask people to fill out their rankings sheets, they don't just write down what they think is the right thing to say. They write, they really go in there and they vote with their hearts. What really excites you? What gets you fired up? Is it just this idea? Like, like here's an example, okay? A lot of people say that Iron Man, the original Iron Man, is one of the top movies in the MCU because it's the first one. It's what kicked it off. Look, as much as I love Star Wars, this is just a side. I, I love the MCU even more. Iron Man is not the top MCU movie of all time. I would go as far as saying it's not in the top five, okay? But we have to get away from this notion that just because it's the original, it's what's kicked it off. 
that's where it's set in stone. Let's go back and rewatch this. That's why I think I'm happy to have Kristen involved because I think there's a very good chance that the original trilogy, those three movies are the last three on her rankings list, which is kind of interesting coming from a fresh perspective. And it's not a wrong perspective because she doesn't have any of this, this influence from the history of Star Wars. And so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and speaking of, I don't want to give away, I want you guys to go back if you haven't yet and listen to Kristen and give her thoughts on each of the six movies we've gone through. But to give a little sort of teaser about her rankings so far, we rank each movie as we've gone along. She's had She has Attack of the Clones at the top, and then I believe it's Revenge of the Sith, then Phantom Menace. Then it's the original three. It's Return of the Jedi, Empire, A New Hope. She was getting to a point where the first five movies she watched, the last movie she watched was your favorite movie. Revenge of the Sith was the one that didn't topic she didn't, didn't talk attack the clones for her so jordan what do you think as far as the force awakens go where do you think do you think that'll crack number one or do you think that'll fall behind the prequels or the yeah so listening to to kristen i've listened to all these um it's, it's incredible just to hear some some of these fresh takes um i predict and maybe she'll listen to this and be influenced by it but i predict that I so. she, she is gonna have yeah probably not she's got better things to do she i predict she's gonna put the sequel trilogy as her top three Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think I think there's no doubt about it. Listening to what the things that were hard for her, like uh, the special effects in the original trilogy, were hard for her to watch. Some of the acting in this in the prequels were hard for her. And these the sequel trilogy answers both of those. Amazing special effects, really good acting, and really compelling storylines. And so, I, and I think she doesn't quite have like the the same deep rooted connection to some of these characters as like hardcore Star Wars fans have. So like when, when she sees what happens with Luke, she won't be like, oh, they they ruined Luke Skywalker. He would never do that. That's not my Luke. That's Whose what, voice is that? That's what Star Wars fans sound like sometimes. But I don't think she's going to bother her. I think she's just going to enjoy the story, the visual effects. Um, so I, I would predict that she puts the, the sequel trilogy as her top three. What, what do you think her number one will be? Uh, I think Force Awakens probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's my I guess. That. I can yeah. see that. Not Rogue. What about Rogue One? <laughs> oh, I don't know. That, was, that wasn't in the discussion right now, but Rogue One, I recently, well, there's been all this because it's in December right now. And there's always like this, like three year anniversary of this movie, four year yes. anniversary. So December had whatever anniversary it was of Rogue One recently. And so I went back and watched Rogue One again. My goodness. Amazing. Very good movie. Then it hits the final act. And the final act, the last like 45 minutes of Rogue One is like, I don't know. Is that the best 45 minute span of Star Wars ever? I'm not saying that. It might be though. It's amazing. So Kristen might love Rogue One as well. Right. And yeah, I think that'll be great. And that's one of the fun things about 2020 here is that I've been able to watch Star Wars with Kristen here and see your takes. And I think that's the fun thing about that we lose with Star Wars is that it's gotten so hateful and it's gotten so toxic. And the, the fact is that we love Star Wars for a reason. And for me to be able to show Star Wars and for us to be able to listen to see someone discovering Star Wars for the first time and uh, you know being interested in the storyline oh what's going to happen who's who's going to end up with who who's going to who's going to win these sort of things and to see someone invested like that it's been fun and so I encourage you if you haven't listened to it go and listen and the other big thing we've listened we've uh, discussed and had podcasts about this year Jordan was The Mandalorian season 2 and and that was a blast wasn't it Jordan Oh just like tv spectacle that's that's ever happened like i'm trying to be very careful with recency biased um and not to be too exaggerative exaggerative but um man that might be the greatest season of tv i've ever seen. 
<laughs> so uh, completely ignoring, trying to be cautious about exaggerating, but uh, it was just so good. So good. I was just blown away. Um, well, obviously, I think about this a little bit, but I think if I thought about some of my favorite seasons of television ever, like that, I'm, I'm, I think by default, it's got to be in the top number one. It might be. I got to think about that a bit. Yeah. And it was great. It was so fun to podcast all the way along. We did recap podcasts of every episode. And it sort of made me think, okay, there's a few unanswered questions that I want to get into that we can maybe just to top it off here, maybe didn't pull its own podcast, but so a couple of things we didn't get to discuss too, Jordan. And one of the things that there's been a bit of update on, I was a little hesitant and worried about was the idea of the book of Boba Fett. And was that going to be a separate show or is that was that actually Mandalorian season three? It seems like it's confirmed that it is in fact a separate show. Although it also seems that the Mandalorian original release date was pushed back and so you know is it just a filler in is it actually uh, what's going on there who knows it you know will it, will it be maybe just a couple episodes and something in between uh mandalorian season two and season three i think that would be an interesting thing but i think i'm definitely excited to know that okay it's definitely its own separate thing and we will get more of mando going on is that does that uh sound good to you too jordan yeah, that was very like refreshing and relieving to hear. There was some speculation that maybe the book of Boba Fett was in fact Mandalorian. And that was kind of it with Din. And that would have been very disappointing. Um, and so I, I have something similar that perhaps it'll be like a mini series. It's five episodes. I don't know. Something to transition into season Mandalorian. And I just feel like they cannot stop Mandalorian now with you know, the way the season two ended with so many question marks and so many possibilities for next, it would be such a shame to lose him. The Mandalorians show up in the book of Boba Fett. Possibly I, I could talk. I very great clarity coming these last that it is, you know, it does seem like it's a separate entity altogether. So I'm really happy to hear that. My big question here, and is this going to be the story of Mandalorian season three is, is it all about them taking back Mandalore and about the dark saber and that sort of thing. And that, although it's sort of been a smaller sort of picture as far as what the Mandalorian story has been, as far as, you know, he wants to protect Grogu basically has been his, his story the whole time. And then he wants to, you know, bring him to find a Jedi. And he did that mission accomplished. So what is his next goal? Is it now to figure out how do we take back Mandalore? And is there, you know, tension between his way of wanting to do things. Maybe he gets some reinforcements and Bo-Katan's way of doing things. Does that seem like a likely path for what season three of The Mandalorian is, Jordan? Yeah, it seems like the only path, you know, the way things left off, unless they just did something totally random, which would be shocking and disappointing. But I really like the way that they ended that. I'm a little bit weary that they might be going a bit of a, a Jon Snow route here with The Mandalorian, you know, where he... He don't is like the, it. Yeah, I don't want it. I can't, I can't quite do it. Yeah, anyways, um, where he doesn't really want to be the leader. You know, we saw him trying to just give Bo-Katan the sword at the end, but he is the rightful heir to it. And so, you know, I hope that doesn't, they don't lean too far into that. It's possible. But I, I think there is a lot there with the friction between Bo-Katan and, and Din Djarin with who's going to lead Mandalore. And I just think there's potential for so much like dope action I, I love like I love watching a Jedi fight. Obviously, love seeing Luke Skywalker. Love seeing Ahsoka. But I think watching the Mandalorians fight is so cool and so epic. And they always have really fun music. 
And so I see a lot of great potential for some really great action scenes with, with all these Mandalorian coming together. And so, yeah, I think that's definitely where we're going. Uh, we're going to take back Mandalore. There's going to be friction between Din and Bo. And so we'll see what happens. Right. And that's going to be exciting. Now, the question is, is this show has been, it hasn't been, it's been called The Mandalorian, but it's been so much. It's been The Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, Mandalorian and Grogu. That's been the show, right? There was only one episode where, where Grogu was not in it and it was an okay episode, but yeah. <laughs> and so it seems like all accounts are, he, he probably won't be back for now, right? I think, yes, I could see it definitely. Does he show up at the end of season three and save the day, something like that, trained? Great, totally. But are we going to get to see more of Grogu and specifically Luke Skywalker? Or is that sort of just the end of it? And we'll see Grogu appear. Luke was sort of a one-off, fun little, you know, thing for the fans. And otherwise, that's it. Yeah, I think I think that's it for the Luke and Grogu on screen storyline. Um, we talked about this a lot in our finale recap. No way that Grogu died at the hands of Kylo Ren, right? He's getting out of that situation because if we're to just never see Grogu again, then that's what we're all led to believe. There's no other possible outcome. And so I've uh, that the Mandalorian doesn't exist without Grogu by his side, though I think we will see that play out for a bit in season three. And I, I think they'll be reunited. Like, there's no way they're not going to reunite them. He's so beloved. You know, they go together so well. The Dadalorian and Grogu, you know, they're like best friends. They're, um, it's not going to be acceptable to fans that Kylo Ren killed Baby Yoda. So he's going to get away before anything happens. And so I think we are building up to what is going to be perhaps the greatest on-screen reuniting we've ever seen before when they finally meet again. And I think it's going to be a bit of a journey till we get there. And I'm okay with that because the longer we wait, the more it's going to make us want it, the more special and unexpected it's going to be. So now Monday, December 28th, we're recording this. Uh, we're going to see Grogu and the Mandalorian reunited again in this series. And it's going to be perhaps the greatest TV moment we've ever seen. We're all going to shed a tear. It's going to be beautiful. There we go. That, that's what I expect too. Now in the last Jedi, Luke, when Luke was telling Ray what happened to the Jedi Temple, he said, uh, Kylo killed most of, the, most of the people there and took a few students with him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> was he one of the... <laughs> the Knights of Ren. The Is Knights of Ren. He, really he made grew him, up. He grew big time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then Ben Solo killed him. Okay. So the cool thing is, is that I think there's this whole thing with Mandalore. Um, who knows what Grogu's going to be doing? He seemed like he'll be on his own thing. There's going to be the Book of Boba Fett. There's also going to be the Ahsoka show. There's also going to be a show called The Rangers of the New Republic. And so we're going to get what I believe four shows in the same timeline, in the same sort of universe um, going on here where any character could cross over. I think that's why I think it makes so much sense for the Mandalorian to be a show about Mandalore. Ahsoka can focus yeah. on Jedi and maybe Grogu shows up there. The Rangers of the New Republic can be can be a show about, you know, X-Wings and maybe Cara Dune sort of takes a lead in that. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe get some new characters, but we'll see. Um, and that could be really fun. And Boba Fett is maybe like a crime underworld sort of gritty show that way and kind of doing similar things that The Mandalorian was doing where that could be more single shot stories. And this could be fun where there's opening up a whole new sort of universe, a whole sort of era with like, 
it's based what five years after Return of the Jedi or something like that, and there's still another twenty plus years, twenty thirty years until The Force Awakens. So they have so much room to play with as far mm-hmm. as ways they can go and the amount of seasons they can do. I think in the Ahsoka show, it might actually be a Rebels sort of uh, spinoff where it's sort of a live action Rebels where we might see uh, Sabine Wren. We might see, we got to see Grand Admiral Thrawn. We'll yeah. probably see Ezra Bridger. And so that's kind of fun too. But isn't that just exciting that they, they're sort of making their own sort of world here of potentially four different shows and maybe more all in the same timeline. Yeah, I don't want to speak too soon in saying this, but like the, you know, the DC universe really tried to force this giant universe or this like new universe upon us and it, and it really landed flat. But it seems like, you know, they're creating this Star Wars universe that is going to hit on all cylinders. Like I haven't really seen it beyond the Mandalorian yet, but so far it seems like they're knocking this thing out of the park. They're picking the right shows to do with the right leads, the right characters. I mean, again, we'll see if Cara Dune's the lead, then that's not going to be great. But as long as you got Mr. Kim in there, if Mr. King show, Kim shows up, then it's going to be great. He's going to, he's a good oppa. It's going to be great, but I think it's really fun. They, they are just geniuses. It, it makes me wonder like, is this all coming off of the success of the Mandalorian and that's why they're deciding to stay within this era? Or do you think there was ever the original plan was to kind of continue on with the main saga, you know, because we saw a few things at the end of the rise of Skywalker that could have potentially set up some other series like, you know, maybe like a post series or like a Lando series in, you know, in the future, in the now, but maybe the Mandalorian was so good that, in this time frame so let's get let's get ahsoka in here let's get all this fight in mandalore let's get the new republic in here so it's interesting there's a lot going on and it's going to give us like an incredible amount of content uh, but i think this time frame is really interesting it's really exciting yeah well i think they they did want to rush into this sort of star wars extended universe and i think that was with the solo movie and, and it's a movie i actually really like but in the box yeah. office it did not perform as well as they wanted to and that movie was a movie set up where they could go so many different ways. They actually brought Darth Maul back into live action. They had Kira set up as a nice character. They have Solo, they have Lando, and they might continue to do Lando, or they are. Yeah. And I think that was the idea where we heard, when Solo came out, we also heard rumors about the Kenobi show. We also heard things about, oh, they're going to do a Boba Fett show. But everything sort of pulled back, and all those sort of rumors disappeared slowly as the Solo box office numbers uh, took a hit. And now with the success of the Mandalorian, I think it's like, okay, now it's the time to pounce. We have the right things going for us. And so, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. And let me just run a list through some of the other shows we're going to get here. And there's going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which is going to be phenomenal. There's going to be a Cassian Andor show called Andor, which is cool. Uh, Visions is a show about, you know, it's going to be like anime shorts. And that one's coming out in 2021. There's going to be a Lando show. Still no confirmation on Donald Glover, but I'm going to hope he's there. I I saw someone write that there could be, is there a way they could do a Donald Glover and Billy D. Williams sort of (laughs) jump back and forth uh, timeline thing, right? I think that would be fun. Interesting. I guess, like I said, like the Rise of Skywalker did kind of end with uh, the possibility of a Lando story continuing. So I guess that's possible. That's good. I I could, I dig that. Or is it something, you know, could it be Billy D. Williams opens the story like narrating almost. <laughs> it's like, like, let me tell you about um, this time. What's, yeah, <laughs> like a princess bride or something. Let me tell, tell like you reading how, a story. Reading a story. Let me tell you how I met Yeah, you. exactly. Exactly. Lando Mosby. Well, then, okay. I, then I saw Leia and I was like, how are you doing? <laughs> 
There's going to be the Acolyte, which is cool. There's going to be the yes. movies Rogue Squadron and Taika Waititi movie. That's going to be great. And the thing that's the thing is that there's going to be so much content. And the big announcement that I want to say is that we're going to be there for, for each and every one of this. Is that right, Jordan? We're going to do it. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, we got nothing else to do other than, you know, be husbands and you be a father and our full-time jobs. But other than that, this is where I'm going to be. As far as long as people are listening and want to listen, we'll be happy to be there. And that I believe we'll start with in 2021, the bad batch. I believe that's the next show mm-hmm. that's coming out some point in 2021. They were a group of clones that we saw in the latest season of the clone wars. I'm going to have to go back and watch some of those episodes to sort of remember those guys, but We'll be back there to cover uh, each episode of The Bad Batch. And, uh, you know, at first, at first, I wasn't too excited. I don't know if I loved those episodes of The Clone Wars. I didn't dislike them. But I, seeing the trailer of The Bad Batch, it looks really cool. It looks like Fennec is going to be in the show, which yeah. is cool. And, Jonah, are you excited for The Bad Batch? I am. I think it's going to be fun. Again, like, Dave Filoni is uh, heading this thing up, who's one of the geniuses behind The Mandalorian. And so I think all things Star Wars are in good hands right now. And he's going to make that a lot of fun, kind of talking about um, their journey after Order 66 happens and what they're up to. We're going to see some fun stealth missions, some good action. And, uh, you know, these aren't the cartoons we watch as kids. This is going to be pretty intense and pretty fun, and I'm looking forward to it. Right. And so we're excited to be there. We'll have to go back and watch some of those uh, Clone Wars episodes and maybe do a preview at some point. We'll get a better idea when we get a release date. And so those are the main things. In 2021, we're going to continue the Never Seen Star Wars journey. There's five more movies to watch. We're going to do a rankings podcast. We're going to cover the Bad Batch. We'll probably cover Star Wars Visions. We'll probably cover the book. We definitely will cover the book of Boba Fett. Those are the things that are coming for sure in 2021. But we want to try and get something in your podcast feed you know, once a week, maybe at, at worst, twi- every two weeks. And so we need something to fill in the time a little bit. What else can we talk about in this sort of off season of Star Wars? And one of the things that people love with Star Wars, for the most part, until it gets into too hateful, is debates. And there's so many Star Wars debates out there. And so we want to come up with our own little short, uh, quick hitter podcast, where we do something called Star Wars Debates. And what that will be is that It'll likely be two characters, or it could be ships, could be planets, could be something like that, but we'll probably be something like, we'll take two characters, you know, we'll say something like Watto and Boss Nass, okay, maybe something more serious than that, but let's do something random. <laughs> it's a boba, and we take Watto and Boss Nass, and we debate, I take Watto, Jordan, you take Boss Nass, and we debate on air for 10 minutes or so, who would win in that fight? <laughs> and then I think the answer is pretty clear, it's obviously Watto. Oh, I mean, Boss Nass has these giant balls that he throws at people in the prehistoric age fighting these technology droids. And uh, Boss Nass is going to be like, catch you my big ball. That's kind of more Watto. Catch my big ball. Watto's intended to eat Waddles for breakfast. Yeah, but Watto, he's crafty. He can fly, first of all. He has a lot of tools. So uh, Boss Nass, he's more of a water creature. So... There's really no chance there. So, and I guess Jedi mind tricks, Jedi mind tricks don't work on Watto either. So, yeah, and they do work on Boss but Nass. But Boss Nass is not a not a Jedi. They do. Interesting. Work on Boss Neither of them are Jedi, so that was that was an irrelevant point. <laughs> <laughs> and so, when we do something like that, we would do a little debate there. And the thing is, for this to be successful, we need your help. And we will want we what we'd want is for us to do a little debate and. 
for you guys to message us. Ideally on the Instagram page is the best at never seen SW, or you can tweet at us, email us, all the stuff's in the show notes if you look for that and tell us who you think won the debate and why. And we'll kind of keep a tally of our scores and just see who can win the debates. And we'll do some fun, fun. I have some fun ideas. I don't want to give them away just yet, but some fun things involving, you know, many of the characters we saw in The Mandalorian. You know, I definitely want to do one with Ahsoka. I won't tell you who I think she'll face up against, but it'd be an interesting matchup. I think that's one I'm looking forward to. And as long as you guys, basically what will happen, and I'll explain there, is the first few people to message us, we'll get their say, you'll get their vote counted, and you'll help us decide who wins the Star Wars debates. And that is what we have coming up for you in 2021. Jordan, are you excited? Very excited. Uh, man, like I said, they have so many new shows coming out. I think these debates are going to be really, we can get some super obscure characters who have a huge sample data on, and we can kind of speculate what we think they would do fight or a battle. And so it'll be really, oh, it'll be a good time. Yeah, and so that's going to be exciting. So again, coming out soon as I Force Awakens podcast with Kristen. We're going to be talking the Bad Batch at some point. We're going to be getting to Star Wars debates. We're definitely going to get into a Rackings podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow uh, me and Jordan on Twitter, all those sort of things. And we just want to be positive forces here in the Star Wars fandom and just bring it seems like it's a resurgence it's like an awakening here in the star wars fandom with mandalorian there's so much hype around things going on and all these shows coming and we just want to be a positive uh positive influence in here you're not going to see a ton of negativity from us we're not here to hate on stuff we're going to give honest critiques here and there but we're here to be something where you if you like star wars you should like this podcast as well um yeah do you want any, any parting words here that's a good word, good way to good way to end it off. Um, you know, sometimes in life, things don't go the way you want them to go, but that's just part of life. And so, of course, maybe some things haven't gone exactly how you want them to go, but that's that's how they went, and we have to accept it. And let's just enjoy the ride and not try to just crap all over it. Um, and so, like like Trevor, here to enjoy it. Are there some things that I'm going to critique and Trevor's going to treat absolutely but we're just here to have fun with it this is a gift every bit of star wars that we got who knew it was going to continue on in 2020 you know when they first made these films years ago so every little bit of extra star wars we get now is such a gift i'm so happy to have it and so i'm not going to crap on it it's, it's, it's so good um looking forward to talking about it a lot more awesome there you go thank you everybody for listening may the force be with you bye <laughs>